0: Rossi & Co. At the click of a
1: mouse. The best bits of
2: breakfast. Radio City 96.7. Hello and welcome to another Radio City Breakfast Show podcast with me, Simon Ross, Rossi and my co. Good morning, co. Good morning. Good
1: morning.
2: Good afternoon or good evening at whatever time this has been downloaded. Yeah, that's true. True indeed. Uh, Right then, uh, let's get underway with uh, a dilemma, including a nudist speech and a couple of oldies, very, very oldies Some very saggy bits plopping flopping about all over the place. Dangling everywhere. Yes. In the Spanish sea breeze. Mm. I'm painting a lovely picture here. Yeah. It's putting me off my prunes and custard. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> and Here it is. What would you do? The 8am Dilemma. With Rossi and Co.
1: Radio City
2: 96.7. Right then, we do have a dilemma, but what would you do? Get your logos round this lot. This is in from uh, D and Page Moss morning T. uh rossi I've just flown back from Spain with my boyfriend did you see them out there jay i didn't know oh, but <laughs> Did you see what they saw, Jay? (laughs) Possibly. Listen on, everybody. We were there for a week and had a great time until Thursday. Last Thursday. That is now known between me and my fella as Doomsday. Not bad. We went walking around the area we were staying. We were strolling along the beach, minding our own business. As we walked further, we noticed a few naked people. At first, we got the giggles quite badly. We were laughing all the way up to the top of the beach. We had no idea it was a nudist area. I'm not having that. It then started to get a little bit overbearing and a bit uncomfortable. Some of the sights were horrendous. Lots of white bits and dangly bits and saggy bits. As we got further up, I heard a Scouse accent. And it was a couple having a bit of a sort of a comedy row messing around. And Rossi, I recognized their voices. And as I turned around, I realized it was only my best mates, Nan and Grandad. Oh, oh. oh, no. I know they were in Spain, but I no idea they were nudists. Everything was out, and they were quite brazen about letting things flop about. Ugh. I nearly died in the spot when I realized, first my boyfriend didn't cotton on, and I just made him walk faster. They definitely noticed me, but I just kept on walking. How will I look them in the eye ever, ever again? How will I ever look my best mate in the same way? Her nan and grandad are full-blown nudies. How do you think I should approach this subject? Do I pretend it just never happened? Worst thing is, it's my mate's 25th birthday party at her house next Saturday, and her grandparents will definitely, definitely be there. Hopefully not in their birthday suits. Any advice as to what I should do? would be much appreciated. Fawning. What
1: would you do?
2: The 8am Dilemma
1: with Rossi & Co. Radio City
2: 96.7. Got to be said with uh, Jay's sort of spiky growth and every... Oh, I love this. Spiky growth and his spiky hair. He's looking a little bit like a squashed hedgehog himself this morning. <laughs> <laughs> what spiky growth? <laughs> You're out there and your face. Oh, stubble. Your, your designer stubble. Yeah, yeah, okay, of then, course.
1: Well, your head as well.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, spiky growth. Look well, it's prickly growth. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, what is it?
2: It's styled beautiful. It's strawberry blonde locks. Ginger. <laughs> okay, uh, Rossi, tell her friend. No, we can't do that one either. Liam, why do that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is not the text I wanted to uh, to read out. Uh, it's Radio City Breakfast, Rossi and Co. Just to reiterate, uh, Dee and Paige Moss has uh, been away on holidays with a fella. Uh, she was strolling down the beach, which she didn't know they didn't know was a nudist beach. Now I don't I don't buy that. I don't buy that at all, but they were pointing and laughing at people and uh, looking at dangly bits and floppy See, you'd bits. you just get off the beach instantly, wouldn't you? You didn't.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's you went a for nice. a little bit of a I browse. I just joined
2: in the party. Did you indeed? No, oh, no. I'm you would have embarrassed not. yourself. Because you know what they say: if you go and beat them, join them. Yeah. So what do you do? <laughs> you beat them. <laughs> 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 what? <with>? So, <laughs> so anyway, she ended up. She bumped into her best mates, Nan and Granddad. And uh, they were nude, and she, the, the girl and her fella didn't know where to put the faces. So, <laughs> so they're really embarrassed, and they're going to a party this forthcoming Saturday night, and. Uh they're going to bump into the grandparents again, and they don't know what to say. Well, do you know what I would say? I would say naff all. I would say I mean, nothing. No. Well, I, I... I just wouldn't go to the party. Oh, shut sure. oh, up. Honestly, I wouldn't. Ridiculous. Why would you not? Why? 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 would
1: you look at them the same again? It's your first mate's nan and granddad. Do you know what? I've got a really good Imagine point looking here. looking at them thinking of all the saggy bits and everything.
2: Elaine. Shush. Elaine. People having their breakfast. Elaine. Uh, Norris Green says What is it with these two? It was okay for them to look and laugh at other people but could all coy and embarrassed when they saw someone they knew. Remember we're all made of the same stuff we're all made of the same stuff but we don't all look the same because I bet her her Nan's booty wasn't as in good a condition as uh, Kate Middleton's sister's Pippa's booty. <laughs> I
1: knew we'd have to get round to bringing her in it.
2: Very round. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, she...
1: I think she'd just grow up, honestly. I just think she's making a meal of it all. She'd just turn up, and they'll probably bring it up and have a laugh about it.
2: Yeah, I think, I think older people, older generation that sort of feel free, free-spirited enough to go and get all the kit off.
1: Imagine how reggie he brought it up.
2: It is embarrassing. Come on. Oh, maybe, I think it's maybe, quite funny. Maybe she's still got a Spanish suntan, so it'll disguise and sort of yeah. cover the redness a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just, uh, most people are coming in today and saying, mind your own business, mind your own business, and what were you doing on the needles Beach in the first place anyway? Do
1: you know what I'd do? I'd like walk in and say some like, shows you white bits. Oh, you can't, can you? <laughs> Brilliant. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, they might that. not want anyone to know that they've been on You DVD. don't want to use this beach and you go d- bouncing Yeah, around of course. You don't want people to know exactly. that. do you know? I just know. We'll see you on Phoebe Beach later, <laughs> yeah. it <scooping
2: Yeah>. off, making it tap. Beach. Ah, you'll never I will empty the place. <laughs> <laughs> right then, the dilemma, loads of people are saying they tell them to grow up and get a grip. They're meant to be a pair of adults, not young teenagers. What the grandparents do when they're away on holidays together, it's their business. They were not doing anybody any harm.
1: Yeah, I completely agree with that.
2: It would still st- give you nightmares though, wouldn't it? <laughs> they should have just walked up to the grandparent says, Dave, the taxi driver says, Alright guys, how's it hanging? How are they hanging? <laughs> uh, right, okay, so uh, should we take a telephone call? Because all yeah. the lines are flashing, okay. Uh, line four, hello? 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 Sherlock Holmes here, and I've worked it all out, Rossi. Go on then. They were naked as well? They were naked as well? I reckon they were. And, and what's the dilemma and what's the embarrassment?
1: Are
2: oh, they invaluable over they've seen each other? Haven't they? So they're going to bump into each other. That's why they feel so embarrassed. Because they've they were naked as well. The young couple. You reckon so? I know so. Do you know so? Do you know? Do you know Dean Page Moss? <laughs> no, but I know were. You ever been on a nudist beach? Yeah, I've seen Claire. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I see
1: <You're> seen Oh no! I not Told you. <Get> it there. <laughs> and it was raining <laughs> rain. apparently. Rain. With Simo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ah, oh, right, so what's the conclusive evidence? Right, we just worked it out. 6% of people are saying
1: avoid them at all costs. You'll yeah. only embarrass them if you see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12%, just pretend that you've never ever seen them. Deny all knowledge. Yeah. And 82%, so the majority are saying stop being so daft. Live and let live. Just don't throw your car keys at any fruit bowls exactly. while
2: they <laughs> Close off. Sick. Nan and granddad. <laughs> Wonder where they sipping cherry wine. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jennifer Ellison. Is right, Rossi La?
1: Hello, this is Trevor McDonald here. And finally, is right, Rossi La
2: Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. on Radio City 96.7. Oh my word. That reminds me, I need to go to Land of Leather this week. Oh. <laughs> Radio City 96.7, me, Rossi and the Co. from uh, The Breakfast Show and it's our podcast Here's uh, some of the very best of the wedding scammers, including when Pete Price, our late-night talk show host, got rossified by Jay Hind, also one involving a lap dancer, and one involving me stuffing my face while speaking to someone on the phone who hates people that speaks with a mouth full. It threatens to shove a pork pie down my throat. Get a listen to this.
0: I want that car, to be honest with you, mate. and unless you've got something just as good, you know what I mean? You've
2: got a problem with it. Yeah, I can see what you mean. What about our a 1956 Bentley, uh, blue blue in colour with a chrome and a, a walnut finish inside.
0: Nah, it sounds like a funeral car, mate. I want something nice. I want the one we ordered to go. Are you eating?
2: I'm absolutely starving. I've not eaten anything from the tea last night. Oh,
0: well, do you want to do that on your own, time, mate? Do you know what I mean? I've got something to sort out here. Do you want to you put your crisps away there?
2: I can't help myself. I'm absolutely famished. Um, oh,
0: mate. Sort so, the car out first, mate, before you start eating your dinner.
2: More. Lovely. Mm. Well, so I've got the Bentley. You're saying no to the Bentley. I'm
0: saying I want the car that I ordered, fella.
2: That's not really an option at this moment in time, I can tell you. Uh, the Bentley's blue in colour. What do you mean? It sounds like something you'd you, you, you take to a funeral. Uh, it's, it's, we do have a black car uh, designed, built and customed by our good selves here at Demos. Uh, what do you mean customised? What have you done to it? Well, I couldn't tell you. Um,
0: Are you eating again, mate?
2: I'm absolutely starving. Do
0: you want to stop f***ing eating and get this sorted for me?
2: If I stop eating, I'll pass out. Well, I don't give a f***. if you're going to pass out, this car now. Well, I'll
1: tell you what. Let's see if you pass my gag test. Uh what? could you tell us a few gags? Uh,
0: are you a professional agent?
1: Yes, certainly am. Of course I am. So when you
0: ring John Bishop up, do you say, will you tell us a few gags?
1: The thing is, I know John Bishop. I've only seen you on the Ellen Titchmore Show. Come on, right. tell us a gag.
0: But do you... Do you actually ring John Bishop and say, tell us a gag?
1: But he's a big star. Everyone knows John Bishop.
0: So you don't need to hear gags?
1: Oh, no, I'd like to so hear a gag you from you.
0: Whoa, 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 just a minute. So what you're saying is, because you don't know who I am, I have to tell you a gag. I've told
1: I do know who you are. I've seen you on the Alan Titchmarsh Show. Just,
0: just don't interrupt me a second. You, you, you're telling me you want me to tell gags to, to make you laugh to see if I can get the work because well, you're not too sure who see, I am. See, it's not me.
1: It's this couple, Simon and Claire. They're just a bit fussy about the type of gags that are told at the wedding, you see. So I'm just wondering if you could tell me a few gags now, see if you pass my gag I, test. I
0: honestly, I'm so sorry. I have no intention of telling you any Oh,
1: jokes. go on. Give us a one-liner.
0: I have no intention of telling you a joke. You either have rung me for a booking because I've got a, a reputation and a name, or you want me to gig. Uh, but I, and I've been doing this for forty years. I don't
1: do gags. Uh, right. I don't do an audition on a a, a you okay. know well, I, gags. Gags is not no, okay. What about singing? Can you no, sing I a little song? No.
0: I'm
1: a comic. Well if you won't give us a gag, surely you can't give us a gag on the night, can you? Ian, please will you just talk to me just for a minute? No, I really I, need, I really, I really to need to talk to someone, you. Well yeah, someone's
0: winding wind 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 you up here look you've done that. You're winding me up. I, I right, feel like you're winding me up all of I've done. What was the win?
1: You were wearing, you had your shirt on, and you had your pants, and you come from the races, and I'll tell you exactly how you got there, because you were there in a the limo, you told me all about
0: girls' piccolinos, you told me that you were absolutely right, blaster, okay. but you also told me that you'd never met anyone like me, you told me all about with Helen, you told me that you loved Liverpool, you told me
1: everything you even told right, me, good. that you fit plasmas, because you said about coming to fit me plasma. I did, you?
0: Yeah, well, you lying. Right, definitely getting wound up now, because anyone who spoke to me that night, I told them I was a doctor. Oh, right. You told so, me, yeah, you told yeah, me about... Yeah about oh, your plasmas,
1: looking. I know you told me about your plasmas, because...
0: I, I don't be... care if you tell him that. You said it in your bloody dinner, are you are trying to sort me? out. Get okay. it sorted with
2: you. I could be telling porky pies. Oh, I could do a pork pie right now.
0: I tell you what, I'll come down and ram a pork pie down your throat a minute, mate, if you don't get this sorted.
2: I'll probably let you, I'm not hungry. Oh, you know,
0: I tell you what, mate, I'm going off my... I'm going to come down here
2: in a minute, if you don't get this sorted. Well, I can't sort the uh, silver shadow, and I can't sort out the Cadillac, because you don't want that, and you've told us quite frankly that you don't want the 1956 Bentley blue in colour with chrome finish and a walnut interior. What about the Mercedes-Benz 1980? It's black in colour, very sexy, very modern. Is it similar to to the Rolls Royce? Well, it's a Mercedes-Benz, so it's, uh, it, 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 it's a bit, it's a bit... You know what? I've just been sort of weighing up the pros and cons of doing business with you. And as people like you. These cars are too good for people like you. A milk, what? A milk float would be too good for people like you to... You people
0: know, like what you mean? People like me? You were happy to take me money on the day I came down and put the deposit
2: down, weren't you? Yeah, but your language leaves a lot to be desired. And My language?
0: Yeah. Look at you, yes. you're sitting there, you do know you should be talking to a customer. You sound really, uh, with the greatest uh, respect, uh, a very Mickey Mouse.
1: Singing... No. no. Is there on, anything else you that write, you just, do? Hang
0: on. Will you stop writing down jokes no.
1: You don't do gags. No. You don't do singing. What do you do? a minute.
0: I'm talking to you. You want me to... When somebody rings up and books, you book an act. An act as known. I am known. If they've rung and wanted me, then, you know, that's why they've asked you to get... them. Why are, they haven't used a Liverpool agent, God only knows, but they're using you. I, I, I find your attitude extremely strange.
1: Well, I tell you what, do you, do, uh, do you do gardening. You've been on Antichmoss' show, ain't you?
0: If you don't start talking sensibly, I will put the phone I'm down. I'm
1: talking, talking because... plenty of sense. OK, well, let's get straight down oh, to oh, business. I, hang on. Let's get so straight... Oh, excuse so me. Excuse me, on. Mr. Penny. What's gardening let's got get to do straight with to business. Hang on.
0: What has gardening got to do... We're doing something at a wedding.
1: Maybe you trim bushes. I don't, I don't know.
0: trim your f***ing <coughs> bushes. You right, stupid. let's get... St- no, no, this is getting... No, no, I'm getting really, really f***ed <laughs> off now. If you're an agent, I hate to think how much business you do.
1: Listen, let's talk money. Let's get down to uh, the no, meeting and ritting. No, talk I think cash.
0: you're a phony. I think you're a stupid man. I oh. don't know who the hell you are.
1: Uh, oh, God, hang on one second. I've just been handed a copy of your book. Oh, you look gorgeous. Absolutely stunningly gorgeous on the front. Oh, love your jacket. It's lovely. Name dropper. Bet your uh, mates been uh, uh, Lily uh, Savage uh, isn't Yeah, I've been Liverpool. No I don't gag. Like how the hell you do no singing. Down in no gardening. Do you do magic tricks? Magic tricks? You've got one more chance and I'll put the
0: phone down on you. <laughs> one <laughs> more chance. Do you want to book me or not?
1: Of course I do. I've told you Simon and Kurt, it's a big wedding. 15th of July, Friday night. We'd love to have you there, but I just need to know what you're going to bring to the table. You don't do gags, you don't sing, you don't do magic or gardening. What do tell you, you what do? i you do, You ready for
0: this?
1: Go on. i put the phone down. Go on, off. Ian, please don't put the phone down. I just really need to say something. Please don't put the phone down. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, whatever, because I've got your number now. Because you haven't done 141. Well, and I know you're winding me up. Well, so. you see,
1: the thing is, I was talking to your other friend, Lee, as well.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's your best yeah. man.
0: Yeah, and he's just told you to ring me up and wire me up.
1: Yeah, it's Claire know yeah. from the Rossi & Co Breakfast Show. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> and you've been wedding scammed. <laughs> have, I, I, have I been swearing on Oh, just a tad. Just a like, tad. I, w- I
0: was drunk, like, but I wasn't that drunk. Do
1: ah. <laughs>
0: so you know what? i the I only remember talking to one girl in there because everyone kept buying me dances, and I was giving them to everyone else. Oh, I, was, I, I just a, wasn't that inceptive. You're a good <laughs> lad,
1: and we know, do you know what? We know from Lee that you're absolutely dedicated to Helen. We know that there's absolutely nobody else that you're not like that at all. We we know that you absolutely adore Jake and Adam, and we wish you the very, very best of luck for your wedding Cheers. day. But obviously, I didn't it. want to keep it going with you. <laughs> no.
2: Well, if you speak to Lee, they tell him to watch his back. Hello, this is Rossi here. On the Radio City Breakfast Show, 10 past 8 Monday morning, have you heard the wedding scammer yet? Anything, anything but not to listen to your... It's the second more. There's no need to take that approach. Think are the best sleazy. It, no, it's not Annie. Gets... It's Suzanne. You know you've got me in a sweat. Well, I
1: wouldn't use 17 bottles
2: of soap. There's no way. We'll have another brand new one. Monday morning, 10 past 8, Radio City Breakfast with me, Rossi and Co. Tom! You He's named Tom Christ. How many times? Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Back Monday morning,
1: when you wake up. Radio City 96.7. Oh,
2: the fun we have with those oh. wedding scandals. Oh, they are jolly as
1: soon as i heard that bag rustling i just knew he was gonna go berserk it was so annoying
2: it's bad enough when someone you know is talking to you down the phone and eating at the same time but it's a complete and utter stranger who's phoning up to give you sort of what it can be seen as bad news mm. and then you just start chomping gleefully you know what it was it was a great big packet of uh it was a great big packet of hoops
1: Oh, exactly. Like okay. Did uh, you
2: put them on your fingers like you used to when you were yeah, a kid?
1: Yeah, I used to eat one off at a time. See, mine wouldn't fit that. on my no, fingers Yeah, my now. fingers
2: are far, far too big now. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, mine still
1: fit on them now. I still do that now. go one, two, three, four, five, and so you far, can eat them? That is so funny. I used to do, I to do that all the time, and I haven't tried to do it with big fingers. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. i you can get. little hands. Do you so... remember they
2: brought out bigger hula hoops, the bigger, yeah, fatter, wider hula hoops? We digress because because we did a little feature, and it was a big, big prize to go and play on the hollow turf at Anfield. Uh, in conjunction with Liverpool FC and Radio City 96.7. Basically, we told the audience that they had to listen out for either myself, Rossi, Jay Hine, or Claire Simmonson saying, I love balls, me." And here's how we got around
1: it. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi & Co. Radio
2: City 96.7. Do you think that you could score a goal in the cop end? you ever dreamt of walking out of the same tunnel as Kenny Douglas and Steven Gerrard to the sound of you'll never walk alone? To celebrate the end of another great season, Liverpool FC, uh, their official travel partner Thomas Cook Sports is now offering three LFC supporters uh, a fantastic chance Plus one guest, a once-in-a-lifetime chance, money-can-buy prize, to uh, play at the ho- on the hallowed turf of Anfield. Oh. Get a load of this. Uh, winners will uh, get to play on a pitch in 11-a-side game at Anfield on Wednesday, the 18th of May, 2011. Winners will also receive hospitality at the ground after the event. Get a load of this. All you've got to do is listen carefully to all three of us. It could either be myself, Rossi, Claire, or Jay. One of us, between now and 10 o'clock, will say the phrase, I like balls, me. <laughs> yeah. I like balls, me. As soon as you hear us say that, then call in and the first three callers will win. So each caller can take a guest. Yeah. 11 aside side game. You'll play the game there. You'll come out the tunnel. Uh, to you'll never walk alone and you'll have hospitality afterwards. So either uh, myself, Claire, I hope it's Jay, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it says, I like balls, me, as in footballs, of course. Of course. Then uh, call 15 1st three callers through will win. Coming up a little bit later on, only when one of us, meaning uh, meaning Jay, meaning Claire, or meaning myself, Rossi, uh, says a certain phrase, but we cannot say it. None of us can say it. So basically, we've got this massive, 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 big, big, big prize. I told you to do it 11 minutes after, right? Yeah, I told you yes. 11 minutes yeah. after, right? <laughs> uh, we're teaming up with Liverpool FC uh, for your chance uh, to win this chance of a lifetime to run out and maybe score a goal in the cup end. You'll run out from that famous, famous tunnel. So many who have run out there before. Legends like uh, Kenny Daglish, Stephen Gerrard, Stephen Gerrard of course, who got a big, big mention on the TV show last night, more on that a little bit later on. Uh, you, You and a friend can go along. We'll look for three winners when you hear one of us three, not Natalie say this. I love balls, me. Mm. We'll be keeping that one <laughs> for future <laughs> reference. So when you hear one of us three say... I love balls, me. Give us a call. 015 147 People are calling already. I'll have to busy the lines. That was Natalie, wasn't that, that was, was Natalie. Natalie. Yeah, it was not Claire, it was not Jane, or it wasn't me that said... I love balls, me. So when one of us three say that <laughs> sometime between now and 10 o'clock, it will be your chance to get involved and uh, win big. It's a big, big prize. Really, really big, big prize. And also coming to uh, town 31st of May and the 1st of June. That's a Tuesday and Wednesday. John Cleese is coming to the Empire Theatre. Oh, That's an evening with John Cleese. Faulty Towers, Fish Call Wonder, a couple of Bond movies, The Rat Race. Uh, so many movies, so many TV series. Shrek, he was the voice of King, oh, wasn't he, King and Shrek. I was actually, I, I love this Heroes of Comedy. I love looking at these old comedians. Some of them are no longer with us. Mm. But I love looking and finding out about their lifestyle. You find out a bit more than just the funny person you saw on TV. TV or on stage. And it was actually, uh, there was one on the on a documentary uh, about two, this, this deemed as a bit cheesy, uh, Cannon and Ball, Tommy Cannon and Bobby Ball. And uh, as cheesy as they were and as corny and as tacky, uh, they wrote most of their own comedy and their own routines and own sketches. Did you know that? I didn't. Oh, no, Which I didn't. puts a new light on them. It just sort of shows you how, how wonderfully talented they were. They wrote most of it. And I reckon Tommy Cannon's possibly the most talented of the two of them
1: well see i love balls me oh rock on tommy
2: pulls <laughs> it music station radio city 96.7 i can't just believe what you just said oh, god can you move to the own studio please dear <laughs> uh let's go to line number one line one hello hello rossi what did you hear us say I love balls, me mate. What's your name? <laughs> it's Danny. Uh, Danny who and where are you from? It's Danny Black and an old swan. Nice one. We'll give you a buzz back after the show. You are one of three winners. Line two, hello. Hello. Who's that? It's Mark. Where are you calling from, Mark? Uh, room
0: call.
2: And why are you calling? What did you hear?
0: Uh, I love balls. <laughs> <And> me? <laughs>
2: why have you said that with so much reluctance?
0: Uh, they've pushed away, Jake said so ah. it
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mark in uh, Runcorn, you are our second of three winners, okay? You are going to experience a fantastic day. More details, we'll give you a buzz back after the show, alright? Alright, cheers, thanks very much. Alright then, lovely to cheers. speak to you, Mark. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you. Why did take, you make me say this? Take it? another line, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make you said. you just come out and take another line. Oh,
1: line four.
2: Line four, hello. Hello. Who's this? It's Dave from Franfield. Dave, any any particular reason why you're calling? Yeah, it's yeah, Jay say I love balls, mate. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so, Dave, what's your second name? Agnew. Dave Agnew in Anfield. Okay, you wanted that far to travel. And sorry, just repeat, Dave Agnew. What is it you heard that made you call up again? It was Jay saying I love balls. I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. On me. What did you hear, Jay saying? I love balls, mate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, listen, you're not a third winner this morning. We're going to send you off to Anfield for this stupendous day. It's going to be an absolute dream day for any Liverpool fan a <laughs> football fan. We'll give you a buzz back after the show, all right? Oh, cheers. Thanks. Oh, thank you very much, Dave. He loves balls.
1: <laughs> Waking you up on weekdays. I
2: get set for Operation Morale Improvement. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co.
1: Radio City 96.7.
2: Well, there you go. We all love a bit of uh, football. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Go on. <laughs> What do you love Simon? Oh
1: I love balls, mate. Really? Rossi, what do you love?
2: Uh, I like curry. Ah, I'm <laughs> saying. I like prawn balls. Oh, <laughs>
1: boo no fun.
2: <laughs> I like bobby balls. You like bobby balls? Not well, bobby's bobby balls. balls. Bobby balls. <laughs> <laughs> Right then, uh, here's some of the very best of the true stories from uh, the week gone by. These are the ones we do at 6.35 weekday mornings.
1: Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi & Co. Radio City
2: 96.7. Would you like a true story? Oh, yeah, as long as it involves eels. It, it, you know, that's really odd. What, does it involve eels? Yes. Oh, really? God. He he, it'd be even better if they were
1: like dead though, wouldn't it? Be
2: well, you it see, you you're, you're, you're close there. This is like a lot of eels that look dead. But they're deceptively alive. Oh, never trust an eel. No, that's a good old Mm. saying. My grandmother used to always say, never trust an eel. Never trust an eel. Never, Mm. never, ever trust an eel. Uh, Right then, this happened to me, actually. I was was going, I was looking at pets. You know, Nancy's always going on about pets and what pets are easy to keep in the house and stuff like that. I was in this uh, pet shop. I went to the aquarium section. And uh, in one particular tank, uh, there was what appeared like... Dozens and dozens of eels, which to me, in close inspection, looked like they were all dead. Oh dear! All sort of tangled together and dead. So I went to the uh, the shopkeeper guy and I said, "Um, "I think there's something wrong with your eels. There, they they appear to me to be dead, dead eels, all in that tank." He told me they always stayed completely still and lifeless-looking until you put on Radio City. Oh. I said, you what? He said, yeah, and I thought he recognized me. So uh, he went to the radio. Radio said he was on, but it was down very, very low. So he flicked the switch up and turned on the, the music really, really, really loud. Suddenly, the full tank of veals started dancing away, almost like... Uh, break swimming as opposed to break dancing what? going backwards wow. and on the back and upside down and round and round and this is absolutely amazing i was absolutely flabbergasted like i've never been flabbergasted before i said how on earth did they do that how what 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 made them do that and the attendant said to me a simple mate the eels are alive with the sound of music oh. Right then, Wednesday morning, it is true story time. And uh, this is about two guys who are supposed to be mates. And uh, they're sitting talking in the pub. It's only Murphy and O'Reilly again. Oh. Can you believe that? And Murphy turns to O'Reilly and he says, I tell you what, O'Reilly, you are a prick. Oh. You've always been a prick. <laughs> and you always will be a prick. <laughs> Everything about you makes you a prick. <laughs> An utter prick, a complete In fact, if you entered a competition, you'd only come second. O'Reilly says, why is that, Murphy? To which Murphy says, because you're a (laughs) Another very good true story from the Simon Ross True Story File. Is it really true, As true as you want it to be. Uh, Right then, uh, as a woman passed her daughter's closed bedroom door, she heard a strange buzzing noise coming from within the room. So, the woman opened the door and uh, she observed her daughter there using uh, what you could call uh, a toy. <sighs> a toy. <laughs> so, shocked, the mother says, what on the world's end are you doing? And the daughter said, listen, Mom, I'm 35 years of age, I'm unmarried, and this is the closest thing as I'll ever get to having a husband. Please go away and leave me alone. The next day, uh, the girl's father heard the same buzzing noise coming from uh, the other side of the uh, the upstairs bedrooms. He knocked on the door and entered the room and observed his daughter there with the (laughs) going off ten to the dozen. And he says, for God's sake, what on earth are you doing? She said, please go away and leave me alone, Dad. This is the closest thing I will ever have to a husband. I'm 35, I'm unmarried, and I'm still living with you and Mum. So off he went. A couple of days later, the Mum comes back from shopping. She puts the groceries down on the table in the kitchen. And she hears this strange buzzing noise coming from, of all places, the living room. Not the living room in Victoria Street, but the living room in their house. (laughs) She entered the living room... And there she saw the husband sitting on the couch, downing a cold beer, staring at the TV with the old-day rabbit thing buzzing away next to him on the couch, like crazy. The wife shows, what the hell are you doing? The husband replies, I'm just watching the football with my (laughs) son-in-law.
1: Radio City Breakfast with Rossi & Co. Radio City 96.
2: This is Radio 7096.7. As always, thanks for downloading the podcast. Hope you enjoyed listening back to our best bits from the week gone by. Here's a round of a quiz that we do uh, weekday mornings at 8.35. It's called The Village Idiot. It's the only quiz where...
1: The loser.
2: ...stays on. So, speaking of losers, this was a really good one on Friday, wasn't it? Yes.
1: Uh. This was something to do with beans. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> stand by for one of the most ridiculous answers to any village idiot question ever <laughs> check this out Rossi and Co are asking just how brave are you it's time to play a simple quiz that tests your true IQ maybe you're too frightened a coward who can't take stick of being dimmed from limb
1: the jester from Chester the freak from speak who thick so stand
2: up and be counted from Litherland to Lidiot and- and show the world you're not a whim And play The Village Idiot and I've got to do this just before uh, The Village Idiot. Hello to my best mate Ricky and his wife-to-be Shell who get married tomorrow from The Best Man, Carl. See, Carl, you could have contacted us a lot earlier and we could have done a wedding scammer in one of those two. Um. Not to worry, we're playing The Village Idiot now, welcoming back for day number three. It's the one and only Dave, The Village Idiot, Finnan from Heighton. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rossi. How are you, my friend? Uh, not too bad today. Still an <laughs> idiot, though. <laughs> <laughs> in at corner in the village of Kirby, tell us all about Debbie O'Connor.
1: Debbie went to Lukefield High School. she got two kids, Chloe and Thomas, and her specialised subject would be bingo.
2: Bingo! Good morning, Debbie.
0: Hi, How are you? All right,
2: thanks. All right, okay. Your line's not great. So if you can get into a good position and loud as you can so we can all hear you. All the way from Sonny Kirby. Right, okay. You're from Kirby. Shout out Kirby as soon as you think you know the answer then, Debbie. My problem. But Davey boy, what do you shout out? Idiot! The Village Idiot! (laughs) Okie dokie. What TV show featured characters like the Cookie Monster, Ernie and Bert? Idiot! (laughs) idiot? That's it. And today's letter is P. Right then, question number two. Who is the current mayor of London? Idiot. Yeah. Boris Johnson. Is that your missus whispering in the background? Yeah. Yeah, I hope she, it is. she even answered for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's, what's your missus name again? Chrissy. Uh, Chrissy. Morning, Chrissy. Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> question number three. In the fairy tale Jack and the Beanstalk, what did Jack exchange for the magic beans? beans. Idiot. Oh. <laughs> I think it was idiot. I think it was idiot. Go ahead, Dave. Beans. What did exchange for the magic beans. bean? I oh, know, I'm sorry I got to give you one of these so you're out of the question, Debbie O'Connor. In the fairy tale Jack and the Beans Talk, what did Jack exchange for the magic beans? He didn't Wasn't exchange a... Was it a cow Yes okay. he didn't exchange beans for beans <laughs> Question number four who am I? Who am I I am an ex-girlfriend of Justin Timberlake. My first name sounds a bit like the prime Minister's surname yes. Cameron Diaz. You hadn't a clue. If it wasn't for Chrissy, you wouldn't have known that.
0: You're right. <laughs> and the right. told me about the beans.
2: <laughs> 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 All right, okay. Right, this is to win the Wait game and lo- lose the title of Village Idiot Dave Finnan and Chrissy. Uh, Debbie, you really need this to stay in the game, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, otherwise you come back as mo- on Monday morning as you know what. Okay. In the yeah. song, what did Travi McCoy want to be in his song featuring Bruno Mars. Idiot. Idiot. Billionaire. A billionaire? It is correct. <laughs> it is correct. <laughs> <laughs> God, there's, there's a lot of excitement going on there. Well done, Curtis that, Smith. It's, it's my daughter. Oh, that's your daughter. Oh, you're surrounded. There's a whole lot of Finnings there. Well, listen, the and family, well done. You've all won a Flicker scooter and it's suitable for all ages, courtesy of uh, the Big Smith toy store in Speak.
1: Yeah, it's for our Meg.
2: All right. Hello, Meg. Have a great weekend, Dave, and thanks for coming on and being a great thanks sport. Thanks, All right, dude. Bye, mate. Bye, bye, bye. Debbie O'Connor from Kirby. I am the Village Idiot. You are. <laughs> See you Monday, love. Bye. Bye. Village Idiot. Back Monday after 8.30 with Rossi and Co. On Radio City 96.7. Radio City Breakfast. Radio City 96.7. Oh, the village idiot, Han. It makes me laugh. I
1: love yes. village idiots.
2: You get paranoid every time you hear that name of that quiz, village idiot, Jay. Yeah,
1: a, all the time. I think you actually referring to me.
2: Yeah, of course, as does many other people. <laughs> right then, here's a, a story that uh, could be made up or it could be uh, a load of old cobblers. Bulletin or baloney. We've been doing recently at around 9.35 on the show. Do you know what? Have you noticed the amount of calls and texts we get, the ratio of female to male. I don't know why we get more female yeah, reaction. I don't know why. Women.
1: I think because women use their brain more, that's why. Hey! Ah, you see, S- that. Suggesting
2: that women have brains. Should we play the story?
1: We play the story about the big fat baby.
2: I reckon That was so. my favourite. I reckon yeah. so. Have a listen to this story and tell me where you think is true or false. Right then, have a listen to this story. Let me know what you think. If it's true, if it's bulletin or false, BALONEY 29-year-old Stanley Thornton spends two-thirds of his life as a baby. He sleeps in a giant cot, he spends much of his day in a playpen, he eats baby food and he gets fed via a big baby bottle. He also strolls around the house in a nappy or a little jumpsuit, well a rather large jumpsuit. Stanley weighs in a 28 stone and he lives with a lady called Sandra Diaz, who is a former nurse. She weighs in an amazing 35 and a half stone. She takes care of him as if he was a little baby. But Stanley says his infatuation with being a baby and being treated like a baby is nothing sexual. He is capable of dressing normally and interacting in the adult world. But when he's home, he likes to slip into baby mode. What? Oh. Bulletin, baloney are total weirdos. <laughs> oh,
1: God. That makes me feel a bit sick, that.
2: Well, I'm surprised you're not going, how exciting. Oh. I'd love to
1: be like <laughs> I that. I do right? have a baby grow, but I don't sit in a playpen. What um, do you reckon? Bulletin or baloney? Oh, bologna. it's so bulletin stupid. I think bulletin. You so think. stupid, I think it's bulletin. You... How would he fit in a cot?
2: Be well, there must be, a bad, must be a customised one. You're definitely going for a bug. You've yeah. never, I've never, never got one, one... right. <laughs>
1: never had one right yet.
2: <laughs> you'd, see, you don't want to change your mind. You're definitely going to stick with Bulletin. and um, uh, what are you going to go for? I'm going to go for bologna. You're going to go for bologna. Oh, no. You go for Bologna. I, no, I'll have to go for bologna now. Now. I
1: quickly. I don't bologna. Bologna. bologna,
2: bologna. Bologna, yeah, and am bologna. Are you both bologna? In it? Yeah. yeah. I'll have oh, to You've go never got this. one right. No,
1: bologna.
2: But he's going for bologna. You both. I know, but
1: you've worried me now because you said change. Don't give. Me I didn't say change. Ooh, bologna.
2: Give us a call now. What do you think of that story? Is it a big fat tale, or is it the real deal? Do you reckon he uses his napkin? <laughs> oh, Jay, so you know what? Too much. Uh, no. I'm not quite sure. He I'd be surprised. He, wasn't he? I'd be surprised. And he gets looked after by an even larger woman. She's 35 and a half stone. She used to be a nurse, but she takes care of him. Weirdo. So you reckon you've not got one single bullet in a baloney right? So no, you, I haven't. You went for bullet and you've changed your mind yeah. to baloney. Do you want yeah. to stick with baloney? Yes. All right. Simba has never ever got one right. Let's go to the phones. Hello, line four. Hello, who's that?
1: It's Lindsay.
2: Hello, Lindsay. Young, Hello. how are you? I'm
1: good. at you?
2: Good. What do you reckon it is? Bullet in a baloney.
0: Do you know, I reckon it's a bulletin. I reckon the world is that crazy yeah. that
2: it could actually be a true story. Well, you know, Claire Simmonson has her own baby grow. I kid you not, an adult baby grow. I know, I
1: can believe it, because our friend Pauline in work, she gets
2: them from Prime Arnie. Oh, my God, <laughs> actually, uh, Claire's just told me she's got four baby grows. Oh, no,
0: what's
2: going on? Oh, well, she's a total weirdo. It's
0: like that shooting
2: star baby. Oh, yeah, the shooting stars oh. baby. Yeah, George <laughs> doors on the doors. <laughs> All right, then, see you later, Lindsay. Let you know in a minute. by love, pie. Radio City, good morning.
1: Good morning, Rossy.
2: Bulletin or baloney? Uh,
1: it's definitely
2: bulletin. You, why? Uh, what makes you say that?
1: Because I saw it on that um, uh, Eurotrash. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw
2: it on Eurotrash years and
1: years ago. You don't but believe I, I, you, you don't I believe everything to...
2: you see in Eurotrash, do you? <laughs> I wouldn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but
0: I've got to say, I reckon it.
2: Uh, bulletin weirdo. <laughs> bulletin weirdo. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You are. And everybody's phoned up saying bulletin. You're correct. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. Well, goodbye, Rafi. Goodbye. See you later. Love. Bye. Bye. Have a lovely day. Bye. So, for those of you who said it was load of rubbish and old baloney, it was indeed a bulletin. What? True, oh, true. story. I'm so rubbish at this. I think there's actually. Uh, I've got. A, I've got a website link there, Jay. When we get our websites and everything else working and our internet. but keep hold of that, will you? And we'll have a little look. And maybe we can put it on our Facebook. Or maybe not. Radio City Breakfast
1: with Rossi Tell
2: Claire. us about Adam. Big, brave Adam. What What is his phobia?
0: If you hold a... Piece of butter bread up soon. He likes
2: it. Well, is it the bread or the butter? Yeah, the butter. He said he had a soviet or the uh, uncle butter man when he was a kid. Breakfast with and Co. Back in the morning when you
1: wake up. Radio City 96.7. I'm never going to get one of these right.
2: <laughs> you know what? She's never got a bullet in a bologna right. See, and what did you say about women having brains?
1: Yeah, but at least I think about it. Mm.
2: At least we keep ours in our trousers. Uh, (laughs) That's it from me for another week and the co as well. Thank you very much. You can listen to us weekday mornings between six o'clock and ten, Radio City ninety six point seven FM. You can download our Radio City app on your iPhone. You can listen online, RadioCity.co.uk or DAB digital radio. Until next week, have a great week, and we find ourselves once again saying, "Ciao, baby." Thank you.
1: Rossi and Co at the click of a mouse. The best bit you might have missed. Updated weekly and available via RadioCity.co.uk
0: or iTunes.